0: Welcome to our continuing podcast series. Great things happening in Columbia Township today, talking about the Central Region. With us is Township Administrator Melissa Taylor, Trustee Susan Hughes, and Trustee Vice President Brian Lamar. Brian, take it away. Yeah, good morning. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. And
1: today, you know, we've been going through all the neighborhoods in Columbia Township one by one, and a few of them are very distinct, like Ridgewood, a couple hundred houses, Um, We did Madison Place, which is where I live. It has, uh, I think, about 500 houses. Um, We've talked about Williams Meadow last month, where David uh, Kabicki lives. Today, we're going to talk about kind of the central area of Columbia Township, right around 71, where the ridge exit is, where the Stewart is, and it's kind of an odd little area to describe because of all the little islands and little neighborhoods over there. We're gonna to try to do it justice today. <laughs> Fortunately, we have Susan Hughes here who lives in that neighborhood to talk about it, right, Melissa?
2: Yes, and that'll be, that'll be really helpful. So part of the reason we've been having a monthly podcast on our different neighborhoods is so that our neighbors can get together and learn about other uh, parts of the community and not just when we may have a special holiday event. So as Brian mentioned, We have a whole area, a large area of Columbia Township that is along I-71. Most people don't know it, but Columbia Township begins at Ridge Road and continues north there's four exits so ridge to start and the ridge area is where we have a significant amount of businesses just opposite of the oakley commons area Uh, and we can talk about that later on in the podcast because that is a major revenue generation area for us and then you go the next exit up is red bank and red bank is where trustee susan hughes lives uh and also where um you mentioned earlier uh brian that the red bank area is has a major landmark
1: oh yes um the, the seven hill school is right there we share that with the city and it's right on the border of columbia township in the city and it's yeah, I, I like that. I see that on 71 when I drive, and I think, oh, there's Columbia Township right there.
2: It's a big campus. Yeah, beautiful. And uh, so continuing north on 71, there's the Stewart exit. Well, Columbia Township, if you exit Stewart and you go north on Stewart towards Silverton, that's Columbia Township. All the way until you hit, hit um Yeah, all the way up. Silverton.
1: Like Euclid. Yes. And that whole area is crazy you know interesting
2: we go we go right up to Silverton Silverton starts at the corner with the new AG47 apartments but if you get off Silverton you get off of Stewart and go south that is Columbia Township as well huh. and you'll continue down Stewart until you hit Madisonville yep and then Madisonville is between Columbia Township and Marymont and so uh, we have one more exit, though, we can't forget. Go one more exit north. So we're, now we're on our fourth exit. That is Kenwood. And so if you turn right at Kenwood, well, you turn left, you know you go to the mall, Kenwood Town Center. But if you turn right, travel just past Kenwood Country Club, lo and behold, you're in Columbia Township again, uh, Seven Hills Club, huge condominium development. And then as you start to head down Wetzel, there's Woodland Vistas. Those, those really beautiful condos overlook the valley and the airport. It's gorgeous. It's a great place for sunsets.
1: Yeah, I love that area and you know our township offices are technically not in the township, but you can kind of see the township that area you're talking you're describing over there. You can almost see it, right?
2: Yes, you're right across the street. <laughs> yeah. So let's go back to we were talking about Red Bank, which is where Susan lives. Susan, you are our longest tenured, longest serving trustee 23 years is that correct yes so we're all very curious tell us why you ran and why you've stayed so long and and share with us some of the differences from when you first ran and then today
3: well when I first decided to run it was because uh, unfortunately we had people in office that had their personal agenda and they kind of took advantage of my township, and I didn't like it. And uh, we got rid of them, and I ran against five men, and I,
1: <laughs>
3: I, uh, I heard I took seventy percent of the vote, but uh, we that's won't,
1: impressive. We won't go there. Five and zero against the boys. That's pretty yeah, good girl that. power. <laughs> and,
3: and one was even the mayor of uh, Fairfax, so I was very proud to win, and. Uh, not to uh, brag on myself, but things have just gotten better and better and better. Uh, we hired Mike Lemon. We we went into JEDS uh, joint economic development districts. We came in with new ways of coming up with money. Uh, we had our uh, inheritance tax was taken away.
2: Yeah, the state did away with. Uh, communities having a piece of the inheritance tax. And I remember when that happened, Susan, it put a lot of communities into a tailspin. Also personal property tax. The the, state did away with personal property tax.
1: That era from, I I didn't live here then, but my understanding is we were in really bad financial shape then, right? Mm -hmm. You were kind of alluding to that, Susan, in that you were part of a lot of changes of the township that really helped us from a fiscal standpoint. And to this day, we see the benefits from, right? And we're getting better and better. Yeah,
2: yeah, there was a point where, where I understand you mentioned Mike Lemon, who is the administrator who uh, I recently took over for. Mike was here about 18 years. Susan, you hired Mike? I hired Mike,
3: and I was in on hiring you. And before I hired you, I made sure that I asked Mike Lemon, I don't know her as well as you. Can she do the job? And he said, Susan... She may be overqualified. For job. That's,
1: that's and, true. And
3: uh, I remembered that, and Melissa got hired, and we are so happy.
1: Well, now we know she's overqualified.
3: Oh yeah. <laughs> yes.
2: Well, I wanted to come back. I was a, a resident here, and when the three trustees called and said, "You have big shoes to fill," and Mike had been here for a long time, and as Susan said. Mike was really strong in setting up all of the programs that could bring in what I always joke is other people's money. And so, Susan, you and the current board have made some really good decisions over the years to accept only honesty and integrity. And to make sure that the township puts into place good decisions to generate revenue from other sources than out of the residents' pockets, frankly. And we have other communities. I mean, I have other administrators and city managers, frankly, who call me from all around the region saying, what are you doing there? We keep hearing about the great things that you're doing. So Susan, that's a testament to you and uh, Trustee Kabicki and uh, now Trustee Lamar uh, really being professional and you get along, you're united. Uh, that's really not what's happening in a lot of the other communities.
3: People do not elect you to get in there and fight with one another. That's very at, at our township disturbing. level. Certainly,
1: it's a little local township,
3: and it happens yeah. so many places, but not mm-hmm. in Columbia. Right, we get along. We're a team, and we're a great team. From the maintenance to the office workers to our administrator to our three trustees, who do not have a personal agenda.
1: Well said, and I. You know, you mentioned the Joint Economic Development Zone, which I'm fortunately the president of that, which is kind of crazy for me to say out loud, but a lot of it is relevant because your neighborhood, a lot of the businesses that support those, that tax, which is really just a business tax, are at Ridge and Highland, right? Yes. And so – Developing that has really helped stabilize us from a fiscal standpoint. We receive a lot of money, and like Melissa says, it's other people's money, where the owners of those businesses, we get a little percentage of it. Right, Melissa?
2: Right. So the Ridge area, we are so fortunate to still have a suburban feel in our neighborhoods, but to have a highway interstate district. So Ridge and Highland have not only our largest employers, so employee counts, which we receive income tax off of employees, but also our largest property taxpayers. So the Lowe's, the Home Depot's, those really large big box and what I call junior box stores pay millions of dollars of property tax to Hamilton County and then we get a share of that so that district is not only important in terms of employees and providing jobs for not just people of Columbia Township but for the region but also for a significant um, personal property tax I'm sorry um, a real property tax and then Susan I know that you were a trustee I was not here uh, I was a resident but Brian uh, Brian was not on the board either but two of our biggest businesses in terms of their size and also for the money that they generate in Ridge weren't here until uh, before 2014. So just a few years back, uh, Lowe's was built. So Lowe's was built in 2014, one of our largest property taxpayers. And then in 2018, I believe it was uh, Cincinnati Belting Technology opened. That was a former vacant Kmart. So we've been very successful in taking property that is vacant or not even built on, and bringing in businesses because they love that district because it serves the whole region. It also serves travelers on the high on the interstate on I seventy one.
1: That's well said. And also in that area is a newer way that we're generating income for the township <laughs> would be the medical marijuana dispensaries. Which little known fact is that. There's currently only three medical marijuana dispensaries in Hamilton County. Two of them are in Columbia Township. Yes. So having the foresight and the ability to kind of bring that to the community is was amazing.
2: And Susan, you were part of that decision.
3: Yes, and we were so lucky. Everyone wanted to get at least one, and we got two. And uh, it's made such a difference. We, we have money that we n- never thought we'd have.
2: This yeah. is our first year to receive... Uh, a share of the revenues from both medical marijuana dispensaries and we're not sure how long it will last because the state is opening up more licenses but this year we received half a million dollars from just two businesses in columbia township and columbia township's budget has been around low four millions <laughs> no more than five million and in one year alone we increased it 10 percent just from two businesses because we had the leadership that went after revenue sharing agreements with the medical marijuana dispensaries and they love the location it's not that we're just getting something from them and they're not getting something from us that location serves all the people who need medical marijuana who live in the area but also people who live in counties that are underserved they can easily pop on 275-7175 and get to uh, this location because as we said it's an it's an interstate district so and then the joint economic development district was a game changer because the columbia townships property tax revenues only 2.5 million or so a year and the majority of that is from the businesses not from the residents right. and then when we added the business income tax that bumped it up by another million and then the medical marijuana dispensaries another half a million so you can see where the residents in this small but mighty community are are able to have their taxes stay the same while other businesses or businesses are coming on and kind of paying the way. And so I think that's a good point where if we break and come back, let's talk about that in more detail about how taxes are not staying the same. They're not going up. They're going to go down.
0: Yes. Reminder, you can find prior podcasts in this series at your favorite place, SoundCloud, Spotify, iHeart, et cetera. Just search the words, the words Columbia Township. Coming up, we're going to have more great things that are happening in Columbia Township and a great event that just took place as well. It's the Great Things Are Happening in Columbia Township podcast, the Central Region, as we continue. Get the Skinny on Cincinnati Sports with Richard Skinner only on Local12.com and the Local12 News app. Exclusive content, in-depth analysis, podcasts, and more. Cincinnati Sports News 24-7. Get the Skinny only on Local12.com and the Local12 News app. Welcome back into our continuing podcast series. Great things are happening in Columbia Township. This is segment number two with us today. Administrator Melissa Taylor, trustee Susan Hughes, and trustee Vice President Brian Lamar. We got a lot of great things to get to in this segment, Brian. So hit it off. Yeah. I wanted to Maybe set the tone with the next segment
1: with starting off with 2020. I don't know if we ever want to look back at 2020, <laughs> but I think we need to a little bit. It occurred. <laughs> um, 2020 rough year for everybody, but thanks to the leadership of Melissa and um, us scrambling a lot of emergency votes together it was a record year for grants and we wanted to talk about that and how we spent some money right
2: right so yes it was all (laughs) hands on deck uh i was applying for grants i think on weekends uh, on top of regular work during the week and the trustees agreed to come in whenever we needed to do additional meetings everybody rallied we generated we earned um more than $1.1 million in grants, uh, both for uh, our small businesses to help them during COVID, also toward the firehouse and also toward uh, helping with a lot of our businesses just with operational funds, but also to help businesses that did not have carryout operations or didn't have robust carryout operations build that. And then also we set up outdoor dining Uh, four businesses with designated places and then when it started to chill as winter fall and winter came we uh, bought and delivered uh, top hat portable heaters to extend the dining season for everyone I mean we're we're not wearing masks for the most part today and hopefully people haven't forgotten about all of that but we were scrambling hard to make sure that our businesses stayed open our most vulnerable restaurants
1: yeah I mean you can see if you go um, and a lot of the restaurants, you can actually see the difference, right? If you go to 50 West, there's a new carryout operation there that we help support. Correct. If you go to uh, Marymount Promenade. Promenade, there's a new outdoor dining area for multiple restaurants there, many restaurants there, um, and heat lamps for them, as well as the Madison Place Coffee Shop. We also helped Mr. Crab House and Hooligans over in the Ridge and Highland area as well. Right.
2: So, uh, and the businesses all have told us we've done two business. We've done multiple Uh, capital improvement type projects like you just mentioned, but we also did cash grants to our most, as I said, our most vulnerable restaurants. And we had business owners hug us and cry and tell us that it was a difference between uh, them uh, being able to stay open and uh, having to cut employees that we helped them keep their employees on board. So 2020 was a tough year, but we made lemonade out of 2020 in a big way. Very sweet lemonade. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So, firehouse.
1: Yeah, firehouse. So, one of the things I'm most proud of is by living in Madison Place is we have an old firehouse there that maybe most of the listeners may not be aware of in central columbia township but it was there for a long time you know the exact date I think it was, Ninth, it was born,
2: born it was built and, it was built and then born 1950 and then added on to in yep. the late 70s when the fire engines became too large yeah. to fit into the garage they had to build a bigger garage in the back
1: yeah so it's a giant 10,000 square foot building that hasn't been in use for a few years and it's really the only property that Columbia Township owns within Columbia Township. That's correct. And it's just sat there for a few years in the neighborhood. It's a beautiful old building. It overlooks Marymont. It's on Murray Avenue. If you're ever in that area, you in should In the Plainville Business District. And we've decided as a township to redevelop it and repurpose it. It's now going to be a community and senior citizen event center, which you'll hear a lot more in the, in the future, but it will be open this year.
2: We hope to open it this fall, having some challenges on sourcing labor and <laughs> materials. Yeah lumber uh steel uh, appliances but we are working on it and uh what's neat is i sit here with both of you is that brian you're currently a madison place resident susan you grew up in madison place right tell us something interesting that you remember
3: well i grew up in madison place in fact i've lived in columbia just about my whole life i think two years i moved out so came back yeah and uh well, we had volunteer firemen back when I was growing up. My brother was one of them, and we also had paid paid firemen. And uh,
2: your your brother's deceased now, so you're you're he, thinking of him. Yes, uh, he was only sixteen when he started. Oh wow! As a volunteer firefighter, as a 16. firefighter.
3: What was his name? His name was Jim Gratch. Yeah. And uh, I sure miss him. But uh, they were really active on Halloween growing up. I remember going to the firehouse every Halloween as a kid. Uh, And as an adult, I would take my children. And uh, there were many times, many years, uh, they'd bring out a, a coffin and my brother would be in there and sit up and scare everybody, and they always gave out uh, soft drinks, which you know you run from house to house, you get so thirsty, and a soft drink was so good. and uh, we had a little room in the back you could uh, you could rent and have a party. I had an eighth grade party there, and we had a dance contest. It was. It was
0: cute. So it was much more than a firehouse then, what what you're hoping it to be now, right? Right. And and
2: we didn't know that when the decision was made in 2020. uh, I wasn't aware of that when we were talking to the trustees. And so since that happened, Susan and others have come forward to tell us all their memories in that firehouse. So we'll have to, when we reopen the firehouse, have a a Halloween event and find someone to come back and replay the man in the coffin, pop up and... Hand out sodas. That's a great idea. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that.
1: I love hearing those stories. Um, some of them we can talk about. Some I don't think we can talk about. <laughs> An old firehouse in a neighborhood with volunteer firemen they have a lot of amazing stories that you know we'll have a we'll have a party at some point and share some of those, right?
2: And we're going to make new memories with all of our neighbors there now. So, yep. so more good things happening in Columbia Township. Why don't you talk about what the trust, the big decision that the trustees just made together? Another uh, give back to the residents.
1: Well, really, once we realized we were getting a significant amount of money from the medical marijuana, which you mentioned, $500,000, that's just amazing, and we decided collectively that we wanted to kind of give a tax break back to the residents, which is kind of unheard of. I'm not sure how many communities are going to be doing this. I think there'll be a lot of um, tax increases on the ballot, but on the ballot this fall, November 2nd, if you vote yes on our waste and recycling levy, your taxes will go down, because of all the benefits we're getting in other areas and all the money that we just talked about over the past this podcast um you're it will go down to 2012 rates melissa and i know you're the expert on that. that's
2: right so the the and we won't spend a lot of detail on this because we have some materials that are coming out this summer to educate people but the waste and recycling levy is the most popular program that we have and it also is the only levy that comes to the Voters, the residents, every three years. To, so I call it a people's choice, and it's always been so popular. The people vote for it. Significant, significant uh, turnout. So all of the uh, other levies, which which include the that Columbia Township controls, those levies are only the road levy, the police levy, and the um, uh, waste and recycling levy. The levies are fixed, meaning that we just continue to provide services based on the levies as they generate funds. But the waste and recycling levy is the only one that we come to the voters for every three years. And so, so happened coming out of COVID, going into this November, it was up on. It's going to be on the ballot, and it was the first year for the half a million dollars for the medical marijuana, and. Uh, So the trustees jumped on that. uh, The planets aligned, frankly, and the trustees jumped on it to cut that tax rate back to 2012 so currently the tax rate is 5.1 so that's 51 cents per hundred dollars of valuation and the trustees cut it back to 3.5 which is 35 cents per hundred dollars worth of valuation so we'll have a lot of material about that out shortly but that is when you ask how many communities are going to be doing tax cuts so far what i hear is one (laughs) (laughs) columbia yes township
3: i love columbia
2: yes
1: (laughs) well hopefully i don't think we'll get as much money maybe we will but we'd have no way way to predict how much money we'll get from medical dispensaries moving forward so it it was a little bit nerve wracking to to decide to do this but i'm so excited i think it was the right thing to do
2: it was the right thing to do so let's wrap up and what's a great way to wrap up and talking about a party
1: oh yes our party um I'll kick it off. Okay. (laughs) So last week, we as soon as Governor DeWine allowed us. The very second. (laughs) Literally (laughs) the second. As soon as we heard. um, President Kubicki said, let's have a party. And it was all hands on deck. It was amazing. It was at the firehouse that we're talking about. And they've had parties there before, shutting off the street, and amazing a bunch of vendors. It was a, a taste of Columbia Township. It was a Margaritaville. We had two bands. One of them was a Jimmy Buffett cover band, a ton of restaurants. I'm really just hitting the top level of this. Um, we'll go into a little bit more detail. But it was Saturday night. It was so much fun. Um, it was so amazing to see people just smiling and out. Um, Susan, you were there. What did you think?
3: Well, it was very, very hot. <laughs> luckily, we had uh, free ICs and uh, yep. free UDF ice cream and uh, popcorn, and all our restaurants came, and uh, we had just a whole taste of Columbia. It was wonderful. People danced in the street. Now, it doesn't get any better than that. Uh, people who dance are having a good time, and we just all had a wonderful time.
2: And Susan, I saw you, I was working the the whole event, uh, just checking on staff who just worked their tails off. And I saw you talk to a lot of different residents. Do you have anything interesting you want to share?
3: Well, there were three ladies that were in wheelchairs. One of them had grown up in Columbia Township, Madison Place, actually. And so they decided to come and they were so happy that they did they sat and ate ice cream they had uh green papaya meals they they were eating pizza uh we helped them open a couple things they were having difficulty with but uh it was just wonderful the children all ran around with the uh, smiles on their face and
0: uh and you could see their face because no masks so there's yeah that that's a, a yeah. good point <laughs> yes that was that was the
3: nicest part of it really yeah And uh, Bobby Slattery, he was there with his drinks.
2: Yeah, 50 West co-sponsored our event. And so there was no cost to anyone as a result of the restaurant's uh, um, uh, food being covered uh, by the stimulus because of the ability to continue to support them through the end of the pandemic. And 50 West donated uh, all of the refreshments. So uh, it was a really fantastic, well-attended street event.
1: It's amazing the relationship we've built with our business owners. And I remember the the owner of 50 West was there. You mentioned Bob yes, Slattery was Bob, there. Yes, and Bob,
2: the owner, was there serving. Serving beer all night because long. Because they were short-staffed. And it his family. A, it was a Saturday. There were at least three
1: Slatterys Yes, there. there
2: were sisters and <laughs> others. Nephews. Yes. People um, did not know that the very owner of 50 West, which is nationally known, was yep. serving them free and encouraging Beverages.
1: more people, he's like, "There's, we have got more beer here. Come get yes. more beer." The owner of Green Papaya yes. was handing Thai. out, and she Thai. she came to me and said, "I was in Hyde Park for I don't know many years. We never did anything like this. I'm so happy to be able to do this." And she was just running food back and forth. Um, the owner of the Angelos, Donna, was yes. there delivering pizza. I mean, we all the, the what's amazing is the relationship the community has built with these restaurants. I think it's one of the things. So thank thank you goes up to them as well for, you know bringing all this food and helping us out especially 50 west
2: so we've definitely kicked off summer we've had we have had an amazing year we have some big things happening later this year as we said with the firehouse opening and the waste and recycling levy tax cut why don't we wrap up does anyone have any final thoughts about what's so amazing about this community or
3: well when we came into money from the covid we thought of the people first We sent $25 coupons to every house. Nobody does that anymore. I've never had that happen (laughs) in my life. Uh, And we help the businesses. So we know what's important in Columbia, and it's the people that live here and elect us. And we
0: have a board that works very hard to please. Well said.
2: Well, there's nothing to say after that.
0: (laughs) Great stuff. Hey, a reminder, if you want to catch some podcasts from earlier in this uh, series from featuring the different neighborhoods that make up Columbia Township, just go to SoundCloud, Spotify, iHeart, your favorite provider. Search the words Columbia Township. Also, to keep up to date on what's going on in Columbia Township, pretty simple. Go to ColumbiaTownship.org. That's ColumbiaTWP.org. For Township Administrator Melissa Taylor, Trustee Susan Hughes, and Trustee Vice President Brian Lamar, you've been listening to The Great Things Are Happening in Columbia Township, the Central Region.